Hey guys, welcome back to the Landco podcast. Um, this is the first episode in 2022 um, of a series we started last year um, we were, where we're kind of tracking the development of a waterfall property. So um, Pudic and I bought this property in, I think, early last year, maybe uh, late the previous year, but we bought it with the intent of turning it into, a, you know, hopefully a world-class waterfall property. And we've been kind of developing it um, ever since. Um, you know, early last year was mostly kind of design, um, kind of concepts. Uh, late in the year, kind of mid to late, we got into most of the development. And um, so this, you know, this year we're mostly kind of like buttoning up most of our projects. Um, you know, I think we increased some tillable too, so we're adding some farmland. Um, so this episode, I'm going to kind of bring you up to speed on how most of it went in terms of, um, well, waterfowl hunting or waterfowl activity. Um, and then I'm going to tell you kind of where we're at now, um, what we've done this year, and um, you know what we expect moving forward. So um, last year, if you remember, and again, I'm not sure what episode this is in the series, maybe six or seven. Um, if this is your first time hearing of it, um, hop back and you can uh, listen to the first four or five and kind of track that progress. But we started with kind of a blank slate. Um, there was one wetland there that kind of needed some work. And... Um, if you are listening to this, we're also recording this. Um, I've got some pictures here that um, is a little easier to follow along if you're interest, interested. But um, so what we ended up with it was this 140 acres or so of um, tillable. Um, it was in a good spot from a waterfall waterfowl perspective. So um, we bought it and we're developing this waterfowl farm. Um, last year we just we added um, one pretty good sized wetland. I don't know four or five acres. We added one smaller wetland, um, and then we did add, there was an area that's maybe 10 or 12 acres that used to just kind of be in tall grass, kind of a wasteland area, and we put that into production. So um, I'll bring you up to speed on all those projects, um, but first I'd like to kind of let you know how it went last year, because if you remember this, the entire property is about a thousand acres, it used to be a waterfowl club that uh, my partner and I owned. And it always did good. I mean, we shot a bunch of ducks out there, but it was increasingly hard um, to get numbers, uh, you know, to shoot a bunch of ducks. And what we saw, so not last year, but the previous year, when it was the last year of the club, you know, we, we never struggled to hold ducks. So our problem was not having ducks. It was shooting ducks. And it seemed like every year, the ducks would show up or leave our property and come back later and later. So like, you know, it's a little different than, than river hunting. Like a lot of our hunts, we do hunt mornings, but a lot of our hunts are afternoon out there. And those last few years of the clubs, um, all of the activity was like the last 15 minutes of the day. So like you'd go out at one or two and sit around and hope that they came back early enough. And increasingly, increasingly they didn't come back early enough. So, you know, they'd, You'd see birds moving that last five minutes and you're not going to shoot into a group, you know, right, right at shooting time. So um, our numbers were down that last year, but Peter and I were confident enough. That's like, hey, the birds are here. It's probably just pressure, you know, because we, as big as the property was, there was, I don't know, 20, 25 waterfowl members. So it, it got pressured and we knew that as club owners, it was just one of the sacrifices that we made. So moving into last year, it would have been the first year that, that farm was hunted differently um, with less pressure. And, <clears throat> you know, we were curious, just like everyone else, to see what sort of effect that would have. 
Um, and we had pretty bad food last year. It was sort of a wet spring. We bought it um, late in the year, so we didn't get a lot of corn in. In fact, I'm not even sure we had any corn. Um, so from a food perspective, last year was probably one of the worst that um, this property has seen. And the duck hunting was like exceptional last year. So our 137 acres, our, our goal is to let that, those wetlands sit as long as possible. So we didn't, I didn't hunt any of our property. You know, we have friends around it and we lease some stuff around it. Um, I don't know if Ryan hunted ours or not, but it did not get pressured. You know, one of the tips of, from the, the grandfather of duck hunting in that area, um, Mike Hitchcock, his, his theory is like build a wetland, let it sit, let them find it, get imprinted it, imprinted. And the longer that you can let that property sit without hunting, the better it's going to be long-term. So we'll probably sneak in there and hunt a few times this year, but we're hoping to let these new wetlands rest um, just like we did last year. But again, we did hunt around this um, property and it was crazy. I don't think that we had more ducks in terms of how many the property was holding. I don't think we had more ducks than we did the year before. In fact, we might've had less um, because we didn't start shooting mallards. Gosh, it's been a while. My memory sucks. I don't think we started shooting mallards until a little later in the year. Whereas the year before, I believe mallards were there like opening day. So um, I might be getting that mixed up, but I think in terms of total numbers, we certainly were up. Um, but what we did see was the ducks just came back earlier and our only guess is because lack of pressure. I mean, I hunt once, maybe twice a week. Pudic is the same. Um, so we would go out in the afternoon and the wherever we went hadn't been hunted in a week or whatever it was. And the, the birds just came back early. So like we'd go out at one and we were shooting birds by 1.30, 2 o'clock. Um, there was several times um, where we were finished with plenty of time to get out and let those birds work back in the last hour, hour and a half of the day. And that has never happened before. Like I know a lot of people say they shoot limits of ducks all the time. I just, I just don't, you know, I, and that's, I can go out and shoot three or four ducks and have an awesome time. Uh, and certainly we limit out from time to time, but last year um, we limited out at least the first four to six weeks of the season, most times, which was exceptional for me. I just had never experienced that. So it was awesome. And most of that, we believe most of that success came from resting the property and not hunting it as much. And that allowed those birds to get in there earlier. Um, and not, not in huge groups, they're coming back four, six, eight at a time. Uh, so it made the hunting a little more, um, well, it made it better and a little easier. So that was the update on um, the actual waterfowl hunting and this year, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but we expect it to be better. We got in more food. We got in corn. Um, we have more wetlands that we were able to plant this year. So all in all, we're hoping it goes even better. Um, but in terms of projects that we wrapped up, I have all these pictures here. Um, and of course, none of them are in order, but I'll try to hop through them. Um, if you remember the new wetland we built, uh, I'm on the aerial here, so I want to draw some of this stuff in. The new wetland we built, um, there's already half of a levee, it's something like this, okay? That's the new wetland we built. Um, last year we did plant some of it, but it, it just didn't fill up all the way. 
Um, I'll show you a picture of that in the meantime. So well, here's the few updates to that. Here, here is that wetland. Um, we got the bottom third kind of in corn. We still need to come back, not need to, we did. We planted this outside area. You know, this whole thing is all going to be water. But all this stuff we planted in um, millet and buckwheat. This year we did it a little differently. I'll let you guys know how it, how it ends up. But usually what we'll do is we'll, um, we'll disc that ground, we'll work it, we'll broadcast it, and we'll, you know, harrow it, and it grows great. This year, just due to the timing, like, we only had a few days to plant it because we have all our stuff going on, you know. Unfortunately, our stuff usually comes last. Um, but it wasn't going to rain for, like, the next week. So um, what Ryan did is mowed it, sprayed it. We actually drilled that stuff in to hopefully take advantage of some of that moisture in that ground um, to get that to germinate. And I think it did rain, like, I don't know five or six days later. So I'll, we'll go check that out in the next few weeks and I'll let you know how that went. But um, all of our millet and buckwheat this year was drilled in to hopefully take advantage of some of that ground moisture. So um, this wetland looks awesome. It's got a, maybe an acre and a half of corn and we're gonna plant the rest in uh, smaller grain stuff. We don't have a blind here, but if you remember last year, the problem with this wetland was it didn't get enough water. So there was no direct water source we were hoping um, we were hoping that it would get enough rain that it would fill up. It got some good rains, but like, it's a big wetland. Um, I don't know what it ended up being, five, six acres. And by the outlet, it's fairly deep, five feet. Um, most of it's two to three, but it's a lot of water. So it just didn't happen. So here's what we did. I think we started this maybe last year, at least talked about it. We ran a tile. We'll go blue um, from this. So this bottom wetland right here, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, we call it clam wetland. This That wetland, we get water from this main lake. So it never struggles to fill up. We get all the water we want from there. So this is all corn this year, but this is full. It's going to be easy to fill. So what we did was we ran a uh, tile from here all the way up here, okay? Dumps into um, what we call center-filled wetland. So we ran that tile so we can get a pump, um, pump water up that way into the wetland, um, and then it drains all the way back in. So we're essentially just kind of replacing that water. But now we have a little more control over that. Um, here's a picture of the, um, we did use perforated tile. So we're a little, you know, we just couldn't get that smooth wall stuff um, through the timing. So we put, I think, three sticks of PVC, and we're hoping that that is enough to, to slow that water down and we won't run our, our pump at full speed and we're hoping that corrugated um, tile can handle that pressure of the water. Um, but we'll find out. Worst case scenario, we have to replace it with some smooth wall stuff, but we think, we're hoping that if we run that pump on a low RPM, we have the you know, 30, 40 foot of PVC to start, that that should be fine. But this is the entry point before we're pumping and again, it goes, um, it's getting all the way up here. You can barely see it, but this is the beginning of that levee. So it's going right over into the wetland there. And here's a better picture of that. Well, here's like a little, um, the pump we have is pretty big. So we made like a little landing that we could back back it up. And um, let's see here. So, you know, the pump will go here, I'll have an inlet here, and it'll, we'll attach this one to that PVC that you just saw. So. 
this wetland, you know, kind of hopping around a little bit, but this is clam wetland. You can see like all this stuff, all that is area that was kind of too wet to plant last year. Um, we clean up that Phragmite, we clean up those ditches so it drained really well. So now, unlike last year, like we'll have a, that one's probably bigger than Centerfield wetland. So I don't know what that is, eight acres of corn in the middle of the property as well. So again, we're, we're excited about this year, but um, for Centerfield wetland, now we have this kind of landing for our pump that we can pump water up from clam all the way up to Centerfield wetland. So hopefully water is no longer an issue there. So um, again, there's the inlet of that. I think that's all the pictures I have of that one. Here's another picture of clam looking kind of like um, from above it. All the stuff down here is corn. We do not have a blind out here yet. Uh, we'll figure that out. And here is, so this is clam last year when we drained it and cleaned up all the ditches. So if you remember the year before, it was just too wet. Um, we couldn't plant much of anything down there. So we came in and cleaned all that Phragmite, cleaned up the ditches, and it dried out like perfectly. So this is a picture. This area is where we planted corn, but this was before we did. It was all, this is when it was all cleaned up. So this one has a drainage ditch, actually a few of them. So um, the water drains out. I should use a different color. Drains out this way, obviously, and it actually drains out through there. There is a little spring that we couldn't clean up here. Um, so there's a little wet spot through the middle there. But all in all, we were excited how that turned out. So um, we need to figure out where we're going to put a blind and, and do that. But otherwise, that clam wetland uh, turned out well. The new wetland, um, here's a picture of this new wetland. Again, we went over, we made this last year. And this is a tiny wetland. I'm going to bring back this map. Uh, so this would be right here. Uh, in this area, we last year it was nothing. This year it's all um, farmland. So that this year it's in beans, but eventually it'll be corn. And it'll be all pit corn heading down to this little wetland. And this big lake is not our property, but man, a lot of stuff sits here. Uh, and we'll catch some of those coming back up. So it's a little wetland. We don't plan on hunting it a lot, but when we do, we, we're hoping that it's, um, you know, a killer wetland, almost like a little hidey hole for, for deer hunters. So that was a picture of it before. Again, it's only, it might not even be more than an acre. Um, it catches water from the top and drains that way. And let me see if I have a better picture. We tried to plant it. Too early and got a little um, was a little wet, so looks like Ryan got or maybe I don't know if it did or almost got stuck because there's some monster um, monster ruts down there. But this is a good picture to show where we're going to put some stuff. So you can't see all of the wetland, but this side eventually this year we didn't do it. But eventually it'll be corn, um, and our pit is going to go right here. So we'll leave this water kind of open with this going to be stubble. This year's beans, uh, next year it'll be corn. So that one is done this year. Um, we got some kind of weird rains. And that one, the tile going through it, we'll have to maybe think about this next year. The tile going through it is not perforated. So it didn't drain as fast as we hoped. So we might have to go in there and create like either some sort of ditch um, or go in and tile that. It's not huge, so it wouldn't be a huge expense. So. This year it's just millet and buckwheat. In fact, I think it might be straight buckwheat. So um, 
but still excited about that one. We've never hunted it. Um, don't have a pit there yet, but we're excited to see how that one turns out. Um, let's see, what am I missing here? Oh, I didn't show you this one before, but this is the top of the, um, the line we ran from Clam up to um, Centerfield Wetland. Here is the end of it, so the water will come out this way and fill all the stuff up. Again, it's a big wetland, but um, that's the hope. Um, but we're, we're confident that one will work. But we're excited to see how that one um, does with a ton of food up high on the property. So um, that is it in terms of um, this. We also did, that's it in terms of the wetlands. I don't have a picture, but we did plant this area here. It's blue. I don't want that. So we did, you know, gain whatever that is, another 10 acres um, of income um, from planting it. That's all done. All the wetlands are planted, like I said. We'll have corn. We'll have one and full in corn, the clam. We'll have um, centerfield wetland, about a third corn, the rest small grain. And then our small hidey hole wetland is going to be all, um, I believe it's all sorium. So everything's planted. Um, we need some blinds. We'll do that later in the year and we'll, you know, probably do a podcast episode and what we get and where we put them. Um, we have two Bradley blinds on order. So hopefully we get those in time and we'll probably build a few wood blinds out there. But um, that's pretty much all we have to decide um, this year moving forward. Uh, we have not ran power back to the property yet. We have paid for Ameren to drop it. So at some point we'll run it back there and um, make a few de decisions from there. But we haven't done that yet. Um, our ex expectations moving forward this year um, are pretty good. Like I think a lot of birds are going to use it. I think we have the, uh, since we lease around it and have friends around it, we have the ability to let it sit um, another year and not pressure it. It doesn't mean we won't go in there a little bit, but we'll, we'll largely let it sit and watch the birds and see if they find it. And again, last year we had no corn. This year um, on the whole farm, we're you know, probably looking at 20, 30 acres of corn. So we're excited about the season. It should go well. Um, we do have a sunflower field right here this year. So I'll let you guys know how that does, but those came up fine. Uh, so we'll do a little uh, dove hunting out there, but uh, the shape is, the farm is in great shape. It's, it's sort of crazy how not pushing a farm changes so much. I mean, we're seeing deer out there, which is crazy. There's not a tree on our farm and we see deer all the time. Um, birds seem to be more comfortable. So all in all, um, it's gone better than we could have expected. But uh, uh, that's it for this one. We'll keep you guys um, kind of in the loop. But this year is kind of uh, finishing up projects and seeing how those do before we commit to anything else. So uh, that's the update on our waterfall farm. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, if you guys have property that you'd like to develop, give us a call. It's, um, you know, we do a lot of stuff, but that's one of the favorite that's one of my favorite things to do uh, is help people develop farms, um, increase, you know, any sort of conservation, conservational benefit. But waterfowl is my passion. So um, those are some, certainly some of our favorite. But uh, if you have a farm that you'd like to look into doing some of this stuff, um, give me a buzz and I'd, I'd love to check it out and uh, try to help you out. So that'll do it for this episode. And um, we will be back at you shortly with an update on um, how the projects are going. Thanks for watching.